Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast. Hi, David here, One Up Gaming. I'm going to have a quick go at this week's podcast. I'm going to have a quick go at this week's podcast. Does that make grammatically sense? I don't know. Anyway, David here, One Up Gaming. Episode 385 of the Warm Gaming Podcast. And here, as always, to say please buy, stream our um, album, Games Inspired Music. It's available now. You can download it and stream it from like any place, basically. And 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play charity. That's my cup of tea coming back up. We also have our first 100 podcasts available to buy from audiobooksontape.com. Um, just search One Up Gaming, you'll find us, and one pound of each sale will go to the Diabetes UK charity. So that is nice for these guys to allow us to give a little bit back to the um, charities and things. So this week's show, we're just going to go through the games being played this week. We've watched a couple of things, so we watched a movie. Uh, Aquaman 2 and we've watched half of the Marvel's Echo series um, so that's what we'll be talking about and also in the 10 minutes of nothing we also have the Playstation event to talk over and that so that is pretty cool um, so stick with us we'll be back after this quick break Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming Podcast. Hello, Andy. This is Colin. I won't be able to get in there. No, 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 no. I'm sweating, Are we still here? Still David? Still One Up Gaming? Still episode 385 of the One Up Gaming Podcast. So, as you can see, I'm still here in my cupboard, and we're just going to go through some of the games and movies and TV shows we've watched this week. So we'll go through the games first. So first of all, plane accident, and we got given the prologue. So this is very much like the, I can't remember what the name of it was. It was like, was it car accident or crash accident? Where you basically come onto this scene, there's like the plane, in, the, in this case, it's like there's been a plane accident, and you have to go on mark all the things you have to investigate, mark all the points of interest and then you have to go through and investigate those points and you have to work out what happened and then once that happens it then goes and shows you what happened and yeah it's quite a good little game I enjoy these sort of games where it's just weird it really is weird um, but it's a, also like those janky engines that are made, so it's a little bit janky, but it's a fun little thing, fun puzzle to try and work out. You have to put things in order, you have to investigate, full first person sort of view, get in and out of the vehicles, look around, press buttons. It's just a nice, relaxing little game that can get quite gruesome when you see like some of the injuries of the people. Um, but yeah, playing Accident Prologue, really good little game. Then we move on to the scale of shite. It's a game called Road, and this is a live. Act, like someone's just been driving like 
in America, I'd have a guess, and set a camcorder up on the dashboard to record a live video feed of driving. And then they've put the really low budget assets up on the screen. So, can anyone remember those like 80s LCD driving games where you were just on the little black dots and you could move left or right and that's basically all it was traffic was like moving and you just moved left or right within the lanes this is just a little bit more sophisticated version of one of them games and it's not that much more sophisticated it's you can you collect coins you get um turbos you ramp over stuff and you dodge things and that is it it looks bad it plays bad <clears throat> It's probably one of the worst games I've played for a long, long time. So, I wouldn't recommend Road. I really wouldn't. So, move on to something a little bit more interesting. And that is Jump Fox Always Running. And this is a 2D sprite, pixel-based, sort of like, um, side-scrolling platformer. Where your little character is always moving. And when you hit an obstacle or something, you automatically turn and go the opposite way and until you hit something else and come back. Uh, imagine the Mario Run game that came out on iOS and Android a few years ago. Similar sort of concept. Um, just done not as well as those. I mean, this game, the jumping mechanic, the, the feel was quite good. So as you were moving around the level, you had to have split second timing to get through bits and if you missed like a jump <clears throat> it's basically a lot of verticality to the game so as you got so far up I and mean, you missed something you drop back down to the floor of the game and you have to work your way back up again um, it's one of those games where you think oh one more go one more go and it's quite good but this is like a free to play game you know it really is and these sort of games on phones work because you just tap the screen to jump and that's all you need but on a full-fledged PC sort of system it's a bit overkill and I just hate to think how much money they were charging for this I mean it might have been <clears throat> like 70p or a pound which is still a little bit too much <coughs> but it's not as bad as like Road. Road is a, a, appalling, absolutely appalling game. This at least had gameplay, actually had a concept, had a feel of a game to it. So, yeah, Jump Fox always running. If it's fairly cheap, I'd say, yeah, give it a go. It's bloody hard, but give it a go, see how you think. Uh, next up, we have The House. And this is one of those, another like really low budget horror first person sort of games. You start off in a house, very dark, walking around, little things moving around in the background but you can't quite see and it's just, it's, it's alright, it's not too bad, like really puzzle focused, pick things up, look around, get numbers, get codes, get keys, open doors, turn power back on, things like that. Open grates, go through a grate. It took me ages to work out. You had to press, I can't remember what button it was now, but it was like one of the buttons. Because I could like crouch, 
but then you can actually go prone as well which I didn't know I had to go into the instruction manual on the game and read that but it's a lot better than some of the games I've played recently of the really cheap first person sort of games um, <clears throat> so yeah house I wouldn't recommend it. it's not the best but it's okay so next up we have the computer repair shop now this I had no idea what it was and I played it and I was confused really really confused it's basically you're a computer repair guy in a dystopian future but people are trying to kill you because you're trying to repair things and it's very run down, very grimy. And then you can go into like a VR thing, and I couldn't work out what the hell was going on. Hopefully, this trailer in the background, you can see what's going on and make more sense of the game than what I could. But yeah, I was just completely lost with the game. It played alright, it looked alright, but I was just. The concept was completely foreign to me, and I was just weeded out by the whole thing. So, yeah. It's like a full... Unlike a lot of these other games, it is like a full-fledged game. And it will be about £20-£30. Um, but it's one of those games that I just couldn't work out what was going on, how was going on. And it just completely baffled my little brain. So next up we got sent a DLC pack for a game but then they also sent us the first part of the game so we could like play it on the PC and that was Lake and if anyone hasn't played Lake it is just like a very calm postal delivery style sort of game full 3D world, full narrative, full story driven focus and you get up in the morning, get the mail drive around and post the mail while you're talking to people get the story going it's a really nice little game and seasons greetings it's like you play the main star's dad from the first game and it's like christmas and you're trying to deliver things and people are coming over for christmas again it's a really good story driven game really enjoyed it really good nice nice game so I'd recommend Lake and it's DLC Seasons Greetings so next up we have Marble Champions now this <clears throat> it reminds me of a lot of these free to play sort of games at the moment where it's like a hundred people going through the level and this is like a marble sort of like racing game where the tracks you can go over the top of the track and lose time there's like little holes in the track and you can like fall down the holes and lose time and it's just trying to get from the start to the end through all the checkpoints first to get points to get more um, unique balls like marbles designs things like that and <clears throat> I actually really enjoyed this game it's not the brilliant it's not great but it's just fun. Um, it's, I mean, sometimes you just want to turn your brain off and have a, a little bit of fun and watch and play just something, take your mind off the troubles of the world. But yeah, Marble Champions, good little game. I enjoyed it. <clears throat> and probably the best game that I played this week and for a long, long time. I had a quick go at Cruising Blast. 
and this was on the Nintendo Switch. Now I sold my Switch years ago, so I never actually had a chance to play this. Um, and I got it, had a quick go, and it reminds me so much of Hydro Thunder. Very focused on the arcade experience, very fast. It's got a lot of like uh, verticality to the levels. So it's got a lot of big jumps and flying through the air and landing. Um, turbos looks amazing, uh, and I hate saying it, but for the Switch, it's bloody gorgeous. It looks absolutely gorgeous. Frame rate's amazing. It really goes along really well. Unlike a lot of modern Switch games where the chug and like the frame rate's diabolical, but it looks good, plays well, and I really, really liked Cruising Blast. Music's amazing. Sound effects are good. Levels really fun, gameplay is amazing. The handling's really good for an arcade racer. It is <clears throat> top notch, arcade racing at its finest. So moving into the things we've watched this week. So first of all, we watched half of the Marvel Echo, and so far I'm not impressed. It seems very very low budget so far. It looks cheaply made. Um, some of the acting seems quite bad, and I just—it just looks like a dodgy crime thing. I mean, I watch these Marvel things for superheroes, you know, like proper flying around, shooting things, um, powers being shown on screen. Whereas this so far is just people kicking each other and shooting each other and it might change later on but I just feel as though it's not going to change that much and I've just felt as though it's been really slow really boring the colors being drained out of the screen is just not very good and we watched a movie and that was Aquaman 2 the lost kingdom and yeah I didn't like Aquaman I thought it was very slow very boring didn't look like people underwater it looked like a CG effect it just looked really bad but Aquaman 2 again it just looks like a face implanted onto a CG figure in the water it just doesn't look very good the backgrounds don't look very good it looks very cheap very nasty looking and yeah it's just not very good I mean some of the acting was alright in this but the story seemed a bit all over the place and I was just not just didn't enjoy it, it just didn't yeah again it didn't seem great with some of the I mean a lot of, I mean the flash got so much criticism so much negative press but compared to this movie the flash in my opinion is a masterpiece it really is but people just didn't like it for obvious reasons and people love um, the lead actor of Aquaman and I guess they just wanted to give him a, a pass on some of the he's not very good in this movie, he really isn't but anyway episode 385, One I guess that'll do so thank you all for watching, it's been me David One Gaming. Hi, I'm Matt Cap, the lead artist on uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth and the creator of Castle in Darkness, and I listen to the One Up podcast. 
Up next on the One Up Gaming Podcast is 10 minutes of nothing. Will it be the team talking about nothing or a guest interview? Stick around and find out now. It's 10 minutes of nothing. Yeah, 10 minutes of nothing. Hi, David here, One Up Gaming. Gonna go through our 10 minutes of nothing. So, if anyone's watching this, it's part of our podcast, so this is from podcast episode 385. <clears throat> I'm going to do a quick plug now. This is the last time that we're going to mention that we have a Xbox code to give away for EA Sports FC 24, I think it is. So if you want this, just subscribe to the YouTube channel and leave a comment on any of our videos, just mentioning soccer, football, just so I can put all these into a hat and I will draw these out next week so there's only been about three people so far put the names down so if you want to be in with a good chance of winning please please subscribe and put your name down and leave a comment that kind of thing and so we know exactly where we are with that um, I guess I'll get this loaded up so I can do a Timer. I don't even know what which one that'll do. Yeah, that one. Um, but I guess we don't need that on just yet, do we? Because we haven't started the ten minutes of nothing. So anyway, I don't know if I've done all this, but David here, one up gaming. Um, ten minutes of nothing is a feature we decided to do because we like to talk about nothing, and we have a set topic, and we just talk about that feature or that thing for 10 minutes and then we cut the timer off once we get to 10 minutes so if we threw with the talk perfect if not then we talk for 10 minutes and then that is it so uh, still got me a cup of tea I love my cup of teas um, yeah so this week's 10 minutes of nothing we are going to be talking about the playstation event from last week and i've just got a load well i think i've got every single game shown on a list and i'll just sort of quickly go through my thoughts of some of the games i'm not going to talk in depth to a lot of them because then we will get nowhere in 10 minutes because there's one two three four five six seven Seventeen games to talk about. So, without further delays and stalls, we will just go straight into the ten minutes of nothing. So here we go. So first of all, Hell Divers Two. Now, if no one told me it was Hell Divers Two, I would have assumed it was just a Destiny Two sort of thing. It looked very Destiny. The characters, the backgrounds, it just looked Destiny to me. It may not play as well, but it looks like Destiny. Stellar Blade looks really good. It's like a really fast action RPG. Good good graphics, good style. A random one now. Sonic Cross Shadow Generations. So I don't know if this is just the Sonic Generations, but you can now play as Shadow the Hedgehog, or if it's a whole new sort of game in the Generations style. I don't know. I really don't know. We're doing well. 
got like three down within within a minute. Uh, might be able to get right the way through this whole show. So, but yeah, the Sonic game. I don't know. I guess it was you need more of the game, game that gameplay, more more info. Um, next up, we have Zenless Zone Zero, and this one again, very stylized, very Japanese-looking, very manga, gorgeous-looking little game, action sort of game. It looked nice. I'm not really sure how the game will be in the end, but it's coming out pretty soon, I believe. So we'll go to the next one, and that is Form Stars. Now, when this was first announced, people just assumed it was a, a Splatoon ripoff, and yes, it looks very Splatoon-ish. But from what I can gather, you don't go underneath the form. You the form rises up, and you go on on it and run around and make like bridges and paths and stuff so it could be quite good I don't know because if it'll do as well as um, Splatoon just because of Splatoon had bold bright colours and that music was amazing it was just absolutely stunningly top-notch Japanese J-poppy sort of stuff great great then they're saying Day of the Dive is coming out for the Xbox no sorry not on the Xbox it's coming out for the PlayStation 5 and a month later they'll have free Godzilla DLC so I don't have a clue what the hell that is going to be <laughs> it just it's just gonna be weird isn't it really weird so we have next up V Rising just so if I talk about the game and before I have a cup of, a sip of tea I can have the trailer in the background but V Rising looks like a, a top-down RPG sort of style very similar to uh, like the Diablo sort of style games, maybe similar to the old. Um, all I can think of is Soul Calibur, but it's not. It's the game that then came out for the 3D. It was a top-down 2D Dracula game um, that then spawned the 3D games. It was like on the PS1. PS2 and Dreamcast era. <clears throat> anyway, my brain's gone to mush. So, Silent Hill, the short message. Now, I think this one was like a free-to-play or a cheap-ish mobile-based sort of game. It looked quite good. I was quite interested in seeing that. Um, but the big one was the Silent Hill 2. And it looks good. But... It's like, how are they going to change it up, really? Because like, the Resident Evil remakes were a complete on-the-head turn. Because they, they could change the full graphic style. It wasn't a tank controls. It wasn't a isometric sort of view with fixed viewpoints. It was a full 3D action, a third-person shootery sort of style game. Silent Hill has always been a third-person, like more of a horror sort of style but it's always been third person so they can clean up the graphics and clean up the game sort of like mechanics but is it basically going to be the same game or are they going to try and change up the, the actual gameplay and the story um, <clears throat> I just don't know so the next one is Judas and this is made by the team that uh, created like Bioshock and all those other ones and I just didn't think it looked as 
good as Bioshock. You know, the, the world, the levels, it looked good, but it just didn't look as good as those older games. Um, and I just don't understand why Ken Levine... Ken Levine? Is it Ken Levine? I just don't understand why he left 2K to form his own studio, heard nothing about that, and then this is another studio, and it's being published by 2K, I believe. So if that's the, the whole case, then why aren't they just using like the Bioshock name and license to try and market it a bit more unless it uh, ends up being a Bioshock game adjacent and they don't want to use Bioshock it'll be like a surprise at the end I don't know so then we moved into a couple of VR games and one was Metro Awakening now I love the Metro sort of series I love the Metro books I'm into chapter 17 of the first book so it's a very 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 long read but this, it looked good. I've just, I've never been a massive fan of VR games. I just feel that they're very gimmicky and it just seems that way with a lot of these games. And then the next game was Legend, Legendary Tales. And this is another VR game. Imagine like a basic Skyrim sort of first person action RPG sort of thing. You fight skeletons and monsters and, and things. It looked again okay. And it's one of those games where when you're watching it in things where you f you see the sword fighting, it looks amazing. But what you don't get is when you're fighting these games in real uh, real life, you don't actually get the physical feedback from fighting with swords. So you're just swinging wildly while the game itself looks like you're fighting properly. It's weird. Dragon's Dogma 2. It's a game that I've not seen that much of, but I played the first Dragon's Dogma maybe about a year ago. And I've always wanted to play it. I've always thought it looked nice. But <clears throat> getting into it, it had a lot of control issues. And it just felt a bit janky, you know, for a full open worldy sort of game. Wasn't my sort of thing. I wasn't impressed. So hopefully Dragon's Dogma 2, they've tightened it up and it plays a little bit better. <clears throat> Next up, we have Rise of the Ronin. And from what I saw of this... In the like the backgrounds, the fields, the forests looked absolutely stunning. And then it went into the city or into the towns, and it looked really janky, like a PS3 style game, just like high res. But <clears throat> it did remind me of like, is it Ten Tenchu Tenku, where he had like um, a grappling hook, and you can run around the level and zip up places and that. It it could be fun. And another one that was just a random game thrown in. Which I wasn't that bothered about because I, I played Until Dawn, but I wasn't a massive fan. But it looks like they're doing a, a remake of Until Dawn. So again, I don't know what they're doing to it. I don't know if they're doing anything better, anything worse. I just don't know. It looks like Until Dawn to me. Um, I will just sort of say Death Stranding 2. Then I'll have a cup, of, a drink of my tea so you can watch a little bit of it. So yeah, Death Stranding 2. I'm one of these people that I wish I hadn't got rid of a PlayStation now. Because the original Death Stranding, I played a, a good 2-3 hours of it and I was really, really loving it. I loved the batshit crazy, full-on story, full-on um, just watching the, the action. It looked almost like a full anime movie. Absolutely amazing graphics. 
and the gameplay. Oh, I'm trying to bring the tea back up, which is really weird. Um, but yeah, the gameplay, I really loved it. I loved that walking simulator style. I loved the action. Uh, it just all fitted together perfectly well. And from the video of Death Stranding 2, it does look absolutely stunning. And I am so in on uh, Kojima Productions. I think they are astonishingly good. I know they couldn't mention the Xbox game that's coming out in a year or so, but they did, after we talk about Death Stranding, they did say that Kojima Productions are going to go back into the action espionage sort of genre, so making like a spiritual successor to the Metal Gear Solid games, which were amazing. MGS5 was one of the best games of a couple of years ago, and I believe it had like in the background of when they were teasing it, it said Cyant, Sizant, Cyant, Fizant, some some weird numbers, letters, and it just looked weird. But I am so so super excited for that. And that is the ten minutes of nothing. Hopefully, there's been a few things there that has caught your attention, caught your mind, and we will go into more detail into a later show when we get more info on some of these games so it's been David Want Gaming episode 385 of the Want Gaming podcast um, on the 10 minutes of nothing so thank you all, goodbye and I guess that's the end of this week's show so thank you all for watching um, please go to our website which is oneupgaming.co.uk you can buy some of our uh, the only thing I've got at the minute is like my beanie hat we can buy some of our merch on Etsy. Just, just go to Etsy and search One Up Gaming. Uh, we've got like 200 things on there. Some random t-shirts, random designs. Um, please subscribe, like and share. And again, for a chance to win ESports FC 24, just subscribe to the channel and leave a comment <coughs> on any of our videos about soccer, football, and for a chance to win that code. So... Thank you all for watching. It's been me, David. Please leave any comments in the section. We'll read these out. And thank you. And we'll be back next week. So, goodbye.